the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. It is Pat and Stu. Welcome. 888-727-BECK. Almost a Labor Day weekend here. And uh, there's some problems, of course, developing uh, here in Texas and around the country. Uh, Either gas prices are rising, uh, as may be the case in your area right now. And we're even experiencing some actual shortages uh, here in the Metroplex when we're four hours away from, from Houston. Imagine what it's like there. I mean, you're not getting gas there. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, obviously, that's a total disaster, and we, you know, that is a, it's a meltdown right now in Houston, obviously. Um, uh, I luckily did check my, uh, my, uh, t- I've got 47 miles left in my, uh, in my tank. Just a little bit less than a quarter of a tank, which I think is the right place to be right around now. <laughs> it's the right you place. You don't want to have more than that, yeah. because then, you know what, you'll get, you'll get people, the looters who are taking the gas out of your tank. You want to keep a minimum mm-hmm. amount of gas and be prepared, because it's not like you come on TV and you do, you know, let's say commercials for preparedness every day. <laughs> so you want to make sure you're prepared with a full quarter tank uh, <laughs> of gas. Uh, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Are you full? Yeah. Okay, good. I, uh, I, I think I'm going to, I mean, I'll probably fill up today if I can find a place. We, last night we started, we kind of got into a panic situation because we were looking at I the internet would, about yeah. the shortage. And so like at 11 o'clock at night, we went out to get gas. Uh, oh. So That was a good call. Yeah, I thought so. I, sh- I should have done that myself. I especially think it was a good call uh, But then today. I sent my wife out today. She took care of it. She yeah. took care of what? I sent her out to fill up the car. You know, not my mm-hmm. car, my, the car, but I sort of made sure that she went out and filled up her car. So we had a, at least one car with a full tank of gas. So, so wait, hold on. I just want to make sure I understand. So I took care of so that. So your car is not filled. And then you, as the tough guy, told your wife <laughs> so to the wife, fill Hey, up get up car. and go fill your car up and so we have one vehicle that has a full tank of gas. And she, go take care of that this morning immediately. <laughs> and she listened to you and executed Well, actually, it? she did. She, yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Then, Did she, and so she successfully. So you've got it. a full tank. No, then. she doesn't have a full tank of gas because she looked at the lines and said, "I'm going to screw that." There's oh, that's gas. interesting. I've got three, she, qu- I've got three be, quarters. That of would a tank. seem to have defied your order. I've got three quarters um, of a tank. I'm not going to mess with. Well, I'll deal with it when I get home. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I may be, I may be uh, taking out the uh, the little. Uh, right, I know. You know, I mean, what are you going to do? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not even sure. Like, I guess. Look, there's got to be. We're not at a, a real gas shortage situation, I don't think. But uh, it's going to get bad. It's going to. It's going to seem like it. Though. The near future is going to get yeah. bad. Yeah. And it's so weird. We've all been through these things. Sure have. We've all. It's all hit us. <laughs> but you go a few years without it, and man, all of a sudden it seems so foreign. It seems That's, so like this could only happen mm-hmm. in Sri Lanka. It's like no. <laughs> it happens here all the time. What are we in Mumbai? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's kind of it is kind of amazing how that happens. You, you really lose perspective on that right away. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Twelve years. I, know. I mean, that, you know, even when, when these things were happening on you know day to it felt like three four big storms a year. 
I felt like all we dealt with as a country were hurricanes, and that's why Al Gore put it in his in his yeah. movie on his movie poster because he knew that was people what people were most scared and about at the time. Were huge, were huge years for hurricanes. Terrible. And then you go, you give twelve years off. Uh, yeah. And no one gives, no one says Al Gore was wrong for those twelve years. Except about us. It, except us, and, and a few people on the right. And then when, when they come back, <clears throat> immediately Al Gore's right again. It's, yeah. incre- it's I mean, incredible. The second the first hurricane rolls in. This is proof of global, if you don't believe in global warming, look at Houston. Oh, okay, so I was supposed to ignore the previous 12 years? And this is the one piece of evidence that I do take into account? Okay. All right. I mean, that's, got it. that's the logic of the left. I got it now. Oh, that was yeah. just, just this one. It's how they have it both ways on everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, as the catastrophic fl- the flooding continues, even as uh, some of the waterways in Houston are receding, almost all hot, uh, waterways in and around the city had crested and floodwaters were slowly receding on Wednesday. But the uh, region still faces uh, an incredible task to uh, come out of this devastation. It's going to take a long time. It's going to take not just days, weeks, months, probably years. It's probably, I mean, you know, you look at New Orleans several years after Katrina and they still have uh, visual evidence of what happened to them. I mean, there's still places that that need to be tended to that haven't been yet. I'm hoping Houston recovers a little bit better, but there's some good news on water levels uh, that came hours after the storm made a second landfall uh, in, in Louisiana, not far from the Texas border. Uh, the rain had stopped in Houston. The uh, port city of Port Arthur was hit hard after a shelter was flooded and had to be evacuated. Uh, the storm continues to dump on Louisiana. It's going to move on to Arkansas, Tennessee and Missouri. So uh, this thing isn't over yet. And it's just a huge water event. You're not going to obviously have the high winds, but you'll have a lot of water, a lot of rain. Yeah. Um, by the way, I was uh, there's a really interesting story, and I know we don't have it. Uh, I you know, never. It was one of those things that seemed a little too geeky to actually put on the show, but I'm going to go. I'm going to attempt it anyway. Here, uh, five thirty eight has a story about how we need to really get uh, get rid of the idea of hundred year storms and five hundred year storms. Well, now we're talking. A, this says a, a thousand, thousand year, year storm. storm. But what their point is, <laughs> a it's, it's a dumb way to measure it. Yeah, it right. Is. I mean, and and yes. it, you know they're talking about a five hundred year storm in Houston. Well, they've only had records. They have, don't have records that go back five hundred years. They have no idea if it's a five hundred we year a storm. Country five hundred years ago. <laughs> exactly. There's nobody in Houston five hundred no. years ago. Exactly. We don't have scribes anywhere. No, though. it's no. not. Uh-uh. That's not, those aren't real terms. Like they're terms that kind of like <laughs> make you think. Okay, well this is uh, this is it, it, they don't. <laughs> mean what you think they mean and mm-hmm. uh and so they need they're talking about coming up with a new way of kind of telling people how bad these storms are because you know even if you like whether you it's a very convenient measurement and it's a reason you see it heard all the time for two reasons number one sounds like holy crap there hasn't been a storm mm-hmm. in this place like this in a thousand years it's impactful it, it's clickbait it feels really interesting to say it it, it makes you I, I can't believe i'm going through this historic event it puts people in a, in a it makes the story feel more important and second of all, it makes, for global warming people, makes it seem like, oh my God, this should have never happened, and here it is. Of course, that is not, mm-hmm. what, by definition, what a 100-year storm means. If you had 10 100-year storms in the same area in five years, then you might say, okay, there looks like there's an increase. We've seen no trend on that at all. In fact, the, there was a, um, there's a stat in the Wall Street Journal today, if you, uh, if you go check that out, that is a, it's from, um, uh, it is a, 
a graph on the cost, global weather-related uh, disaster losses as a uh, uh, percentage of uh, GDP from 1990 to 2017. It has actually fallen by about f- almost 40 percent. Almost, oh. it is, fa- like, again, it's, re- it's uh, global weather-related disaster losses as a proportion of global GDP. So again, it's the percentage of global GDP. Uh, th- what have we lost? And I think you can make an argument. You think, oh wow, well, it might, we, we've you know we were building buildings closer to the water. There's a lot of reasons why that might even be a higher number. Instead, mm-hmm. it's fallen by about forty percent since 19, uh, 1990. Wow. So again, like you know, that, and that could be because we're building uh, buildings better. We've obviously had a twelve-year drought of hurricanes uh, here in the United States, which which helps that number. Capitalism uh, has bit. raised GDP. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, and capitalism has helped raise GDP around mm-hmm, the world. Mm-hmm. So it, the, the peak, um, and, and the peak, like so far, is 2016, for example. We don't know what 2017 is going to be, though we know it's going to be higher than than 2016, just because of Harvey by itself. But it had mm-hmm. fallen. The peak was 2005, which was the Katrina year. Um, 2016, the difference between those is a drop of about 80 percent. 80 percent. Wow. Um, wow. And really, it's solely because of it was really because of Katrina in 2005. You see the trend. Yeah. It's it's a pretty it's mm. a pretty good fall. Yeah. AccuWeather is now saying I, I think you were using the uh, earlier this week, the number 42 billion for devastation. Yeah, they got a new number. They're saying uh, 160 billion. Wow. And that's uh, 160 billion dollars. Wow, that's that's making it the costliest natural disaster in U.S. history. In U.S. history, because Katrina was right around 160, right? It was 146, 140 or something, something yeah, like that. Yeah. In so, that neighborhood. It's got to be more than that yeah. for Houston. It's got to be. Well, it's, you know, I guess you're probably right. I mean, I think, you know. Uh, it's, it was a much, it's a much more spread out area, right? Yeah. And also, by yes. the way, you can't discount, you know, the areas around Corpus Christi that got slammed yeah. by the wind and are wiped, right. out. wiped out. And the areas to the east going into Louisiana and, uh-huh. and in eastern Texas where it's not like Houston, but it's really bad. Yeah. I mean, and they've never seen waters like this before. Yeah, it's, I mean, this is just devastating. About 30,000 people taking refuge in about 200 shelters or so. Um, 1,800 evacuees have been moved into hotels and other longer-term housing options. Um, And uh, one site that's going to apparently get back to normal is Minute Maid Park. The Astros announced they're they're coming back home. And on Sunday, they'll start a three-game series against the Mets. So... I mean, they're they're doing some normal things, trying to get back to some yeah. kind of normalcy in in Houston. The the game, you know, that I'm pretty interested in this weekend, BYU LSU, was supposed to be at Energy Stadium in Houston, and obviously that would not have been possible. Uh, so they moved that to New Orleans, which is getting hit right now. And for people who don't think Pat's a, a real <clears throat> fan, obviously he's changed his trip and he's now going to the game in New Orleans. Pretty impressive, Pat. Yeah, except I'm not. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what was the? Uh... Yeah, except no. Um, exactly what you said, but no. <laughs> so you're not going to the game no. in New Orleans. I had a refund, and I thought, nah, I'm not going eight hours. No. A tough one. I mean, it really. Yeah, and it's a good thing because I'm not even sure there's gas along the way. Yeah, well, you got to fly that thing. You got to fly it. Eight hours is too long to drive. I've decided. Well, I made that decision. I made trips from Connecticut to Florida when I was a kid. Yeah. Now two hours is kind of my max. <laughs> you know, really, I think four four hours is about as long as I ever want to drive, and I and I've done both. Houston is about four four and a half hours from here, roughly mm-hmm. as, Pat, as Pat drives an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> but uh, for uh, four four and a half hours from here, and I've done it both ways. Mm-hmm. I've driven down there and I've flown, and like it's just quite 
it's not quite as good fast. enough to to, yeah. to, to, good fly. Enough to fly yeah. because and yeah. particularly with Houston, the locations of the airports blow in Houston. At least the ones I've flown. I mean, there's Bush. And, there's two of them, right? Bush yeah. and Bush and Hobby and Hobby. I can't remember which one I went into when I flew there. But the flight is like 26 minutes. I mean, it's like yeah, you're up and super down. quick. You're up and down. But you got the uh, the security. You've got to be there early. Then when mm-hmm. you land, you're still 40 minutes away from the yeah. actual you know city. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, well, no, it's really not really worth it. Um, <laughs> but like, if I if you're flying, like San Diego is a good example of this. San Diego's airport is like. Like basically in between two buildings downtown. Like it's like it's like it's awesome because you fly it is in there. It's amazingly close to downtown and San you're Diego. Right there. There's a few of them like that. Yeah. Um, and when it's like that, I would you know I'd even cut that sh- shorter. You know because if you're driving, you know the other the other side of this is um, Bradley Airport in uh, in Hartford, uh, which is uh, it's actually when you think it's Hartford, you're like oh I, I drive through Hartford and then I'm at Bradley. Except for the 30 minutes longer you have to keep driving <laughs> until you get to Bradley. Um, but I live on the on the shoreline mm-hmm. of of Connecticut, so we would fly into Bradley and then it's like an hour 40 minutes until we get home. We're home. It's like, no, I, we're not. Th- that was longer than the flight. It's mm. like, I, it, I know. It, so that it's does obnoxious. that's important. But I would think New Orleans. I don't remember where the airport is there. Um, but uh, you could just fly in there, Pat. It's yeah, really well, easy. And I bet the tickets are probably cheaper. I bet you could do that oh, whole trip. And one thing New Orleans has a lot of is cab rides. I mean, they got a lot of cabs. You got a lot of Uber in and out of those. No problem, right from the airport. Really? Yeah. Is that right true? There. A lot of cabs. Yeah. I'm not sure about the Uber. Okay. Um, because I would say, like, because of the ticket price difference, which I would assume would be considerably lower, considering they're moving it out of, yeah. out of there. The most expensive seat in the house, 250 which is quite different from the... Uh, the Houston prices. Yeah, way yeah. higher, right? Yeah. Because people were planning trips L- around it like you. I bet you could take the flight and the slower. ticket and get down there and back for the same price. <laughs> or less. Probably could. I'm just trying to talk about it. But I'm just not doing that. And huh? the good so. thing is, is that the seat in the Superdome will be just as comfortable. Superdome is not a good stadium. I'll be honest with you. No, uh, it is not. It, it, there is, we no. were walking around there, um, and this I was there the year that we kind of talked about right. this a while ago. Yeah, yeah. The Super Bowl year, the, the lights went out in the middle of the game. So that shows you how crappy the stadium oh, was. Yeah. Um, but you, there are times where, like, you know, there's a lot of people in the stadium. However, they're pretty certain about how many might be there, right? You know yeah. why? Because they've got seats, mm-hmm. and there's only that many people that can be in the stadium. Like, it's Wrong. not like a surprise. Like, they're like, oh, my gosh, we sold out the Super Bowl. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> and beyond that, they uh, the, you walk around the outskirts. Do they normally sell out a Super Bowl? I think tic I mean, have they done that consecutively, though? Yeah, like two or three in a row, yeah. I think. Then. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a wow. pretty big event. Huh. Um, but, but the other thing is, whether they sell it out or not, like, it's, it's not like, you, okay, you could say the sellout thing has to do with concession stands. You might say, okay, well, they sold it out, and they didn't have enough concession stands open. They're morons. No, this is way worse than that. This is the, the amount of people walking through the stadium in a sellout game leads you into these little tiny, like, crevices between the seats and the walls that feel like you're in, like, a normal hallway. It's, like, that narrow. Mm. So there's little, like, funnels and you just wind up standing there waiting for this funnel to empty out for five, six, seven minutes at a time. Wow. I mean, it is really, you know, again, it's not a good stadium. It's, it, it has now, um, ter- I mean, horrible, horrible things that have happened. But it's, I think yeah. now in New Orleans has become a point of like, you know what? We brought this thing back and we can now have games there and Super Bowls. And it's, it's great. Like, it's <laughs> no longer the Katrina place. But it really is a crap heap of a stadium. In my, I mean, it's just old. You know, yeah. It was it's probably a, been there for a long time yeah, now. It's, yeah. it's just old, and it's you know. Yeah. You go to these other parks. It's around one of the, the long, country. Oh, that's got to be. Is that the oldest standing one that they're using now? 
I mean, it's, it's got to be, right? I it's bet it is. I bet it is. I'll bet it is. Wow. Because all the rest question. of them are they're not yeah. using anymore. Yeah. We'll have to look that up. I, I, I want to give a shout out, though, because I, I did have to, you know, scrap all my plans and try to get refunds. And I thought that was going to be an impossible process. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, man, the people at StubHub are great. Jeez. I, I didn't have to even call them. They just emailed me and said, hey, yep, you got your refund. All so you, you didn't even have to total and complete them. refund, including all fees. That's great. Like wow. Yeah, StepHub's good, man. They, that's, you know, that's a pretty good business. I mean, look, the, the StepHub fees are uh, excessive. Steep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would, Steep. I would say I think they they're were price s- gouging me. Uh, Seventy-six dollars per ticket. Yeah, it's a lot. So when you're paying four hundred per ticket to begin with, and then another seventy-six. Yeah, it can be 10, that's 20, 25 percent sometimes. Oof. I don't know what the what the formula is. It just feels like they just man. charge me a lot. Um, that being said, though, the customer service is really good there. Really I mean, good. They, they do a good job. I, they guarantee I'll do business the tickets. with them again, that's yeah, for sure. definitely. By the way, uh, a, a travesty mockery has occurred here on the program. A travesty, a travesty, a sham, <laughs> and a mockery. Okay. As Pat Gray, mm-hmm. supposedly a fan of the Green Bay Packers, has mm. forgotten that Lambeau Field would be the oldest stadium. Oh, well, I, I was talking domed. Yeah, I was thinking I was domed. Too. I was thinking of the, you know, the landmarks. I was thinking domed. Because okay. oh, Lambeau yeah, Field it, is not a landmark. I don't even. I what are you talking oh, about? Of course, it's people the in Green field. Bay. What? People in Green Bay think it is. It's, it's almost not. sacred. It's not. Lambeau oh, Field is nearly sacred. No, it nearly is. You're not blaspheming, my friend. <laughs> and so, there, <laughs> and you want the asterisks to this? I guess you could say, because I mean, I guess Soldier Field has been so updated over the years, but. Uh, that actually opened technically in 1924. Wow, are they still um, using Soldier Field? I thought they moved out of that. Are we still using the, Colise- we still using the Coliseum, too, in and then, L.A.? That's and then the Coliseum is the other yeah, one, which the Rams a is a temporary stadium, 1923, yeah. that one. So technically, yeah. that's the other. But you got to remember, I was surprised you didn't remember that. Also, uh, Oakland Raiders, 1956, Chiefs in 1972 as well. Wow. Um, so wow. Uh, there's a few uh, a few other yeah. examples there. But I was, again, thinking domed. Yeah. So, yeah, because <laughs> you had the Astrodome, which obviously closed, and the Superdome, yeah. there was the Superdome, the Silverdome, Silver which is Silver closed. Dome. The one closed. in Seattle is closed. closed. Kingdom, yeah. yeah, that's closed. I mean, the, the Blue Jays Stadium came out. It was the 90s, uh, um, which is not a football stadium, obviously. But that one, when you go there, um, and, and, and I've been there, as you know, the catch yeah. happened there. And um, one of the other I, things, I don't know. I don't was know. It the anniversary? I don't, speak, day, I don't want to speak for Pat, but when we were thinking of domes, we were also thinking of domes, you know, here in America. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. I realize that. Uh, but, again, true. But, I mean, you go to the Sky Dome, um, which is now called the Rogers Center, as obviously everyone knows here. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're well-versed. The Blue Jays, only 10 games under Blue 500, Jays. really keeping everybody's interest. Facts. If they win the next 30, though, they're in good position to get the wild card. Oh, good. Um, so, uh, but well, probably do that. How many games are left? Uh, That's not hard. Well, now it's about 29. I think they'd okay. have to win all 29 <laughs> to get to 90 wins, which would wow. not make. But anyway, uh, the, the, uh, the issue with uh, that dome is, first of all, it's cavernous. It's mm. gigantic. It feels like you're, I mean, it's so, it's not intimate at all, right? Like, mm-hmm. they talk about stadiums being intimate. It's not intimate at all. And it's like just concrete kind of everywhere. And it's an amazing feat of engineering. Uh, the f- first mm-hmm. retractable dome, if I, if I remember correctly. Mm. Um, oh, and you oh, could yeah. see that thing. I mean, the. It's not like the new ones, which are like, oh, this is easy. We'll just close this roof. It's not like that. It's like, here's the most gigantic piece of concrete in history as it closes. Um, but it feels archaic when you go there now. Really? Um, yeah. And that is right downtown. So I don't know if they're ever going to move it. I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's got such I a like great location. I like downtown stadiums. Yeah. It's great. Oh, it's the best. Uh, mean, that's another one. San Diego does that right, too. San Diego does everything. Yes. Let's be honest about it. It's San a great Diego's city. San Diego's just, it's hard to beat San Diego. Hard to beat it. 
But, uh, you know, it's also hard to beat preparedness. And, mm. man. Gee, if, is it a good time to learn that lesson? Yeah. If we've learned anything this week, it should be be prepared. I mean, the people of Houston are not going to have open stores for a while. The grocery stores are not going to be open. The gas stations are not open. There is no money in the ATM machine. The banks are closed. So it's a great time, you know, to have an emergency food supply for my Patriot supply. Yeah, we're four and a half hours away from this. We're four and a half hours away from this, and as Pat mm-hmm. drives, an hour and a half. And right. we're, we're still going to feel the, the repercussions here. And you know what? You're in Cincinnati. You're in New York. You're probably feeling them, too, at least at the pumps. Uh, but mm-hmm. when you have a situation like Houston and, and, and to the east of Houston as well and, I, and on, down the coast towards Corpus, you really have a situation where you could go, in the worst of this, maybe weeks. You might be stranded in, yeah, you a, in your house for you weeks. And, it, and, and, you know, you might say, well, I have, I have some food in my house. It's not a big deal. Well, th- that's one thing. Another thing, which my Patriot Supply does, you've got a container that's easy to carry and easy to move. And you can have mm-hmm. all of this food in one place uh, where you can easily uh, protect it from, uh, from whatever happens. It's not going to be easy to go in there and take everything off your pantry. This is all put together. It's super easy. And you're going to have up to a month, really, 102 servings now. And for $99, it's shipped free. Uh, it's really a fantastic deal. Yeah, and you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It, it includes really delicious things like the creamy chicken rice and so many other great recipes that they've come up with over the years. Store is really easy. It's less than a dollar per serving. Call them today. 888-411-5290. Yeah, but Pat. Yeah. I need, I need clean water. I don't have any clean water in these floods. What could I do? Well, how could I get clean water out of a flood? That's a, that's a good question. There's no way. I mean, you're going to need that to so, prepare this food. It's a really, really good question. Yeah. You could also ask them about their uh, water filtration system. Ah, the Alexa Pure Alexa Pro. Alexa Pure Pro, which is phenomenal. That's probably a good time to think about that as well yeah. uh, right now, because uh, and they can handle that for you as well. And that... You know, this is not what this commercial is about, but that will actually take, you could take, like, legit floodwaters, run it through this filter, you and can. drink it. It's you that literally a filter. Can. It's something you want to have on your side. 888-411-5290. Get this off your list, and get this off your back, and rest easy. Preparewiththeblaze.com. That's preparewiththeblaze.com. Hi. It's Pat Stu, Triple Eight, Seven Two Seven Beck. Uh, a couple of little things that uh, are going on around the country. There's a uh, serial killer in Kansas City whose goal was to kill all white people. Then it's uh, a hefty goal. Well, I wouldn't necessarily call him a serial killer then. <laughs> no, it's true. Said, I'm sorry, so we, what did he say he wanted to do again? He wanted to kill all white people. I kind of think of him as uh, Antawa. Okay. He's anti, anti-white. White. Anti-white. But I mean, white, white people are the mm-hmm. devil, so I mean, it's really... So it's okay. I think, like, I would say, yes. Apparently he was successful in, in killing five Jeez. white people. Are you really? I, I thought this was yeah. just a guy who got, uh, I have not heard this story. This yeah. is a guy who just got uh, uh, snagged. Uh, I thought it was somebody who just got snagged talking about it on the internet. <laughs> no, no, case. this guy this guy had his mind set on killing all white people. You have to excuse my uh, nationwide <laughs> awareness uh, as our state is half yeah, underwater. Yeah, we've, we've kind of um, become a little, a little overwhelmed uh, here. Yeah. Um, but, wow, geez, really, five people. Yeah. Did they catch him? Or yeah. They? Okay, that's good. They're, they hope they have him. I mean, they, this is their big suspect, and he apparently is the guy who wants to kill all white people. So uh, we got that going for us. Also, we've the Pope. that before, by the way. I mean, that was, the, yeah. the people who were. Um, but that's not a racial crime. You know, it's not a hate crime. It's either. not a hate no, crime. No, no, no. Because, no. I mean, they, they, hate a, they hate a particular race. 
Yeah. Uh, he wants to put them. I think his goal is now he didn't say this, but I think I can assume he just wants all white people to be in a better place. And he thinks oh, if, okay. if they die, he's, they'll go to a so better he's place. Very religious. Yes. Is what you're saying. OK, that makes <laughs> yes. sense. Um, you know, the, the uh, and we had a lot. We've had a lot of this conversation over the past uh, few uh, days because of the storm. Um, but uh, the the hate crime argument reminds me of the price gouging argument. It's like it's yeah. one of those things where, like, you know, people like what like I'll say, like price gouging, like there is what a person will uh, wants to get for a product they're selling. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is what people will pay for a product that someone else is selling. That's number two. And number three is price gouging. Only number one and number two exist. Number three is not actually a thing. It's just like as we even heard from the guy who is the chief law enforcement art, uh, officer of the state, as he pointed out, yeah, no, we'll know when we see it. Like, that was his standard. Yeah. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing with hate crimes. It's like, the, the point is, like, is it morally right for you to charge too much for, uh, for a, you know, $500 a bottle for water? Well, of course the answer to that is, is no. But the only time that really is, 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 is a legal situation is when someone's forcing you to purchase it. If you, have a, if you are mm-hmm. able to buy it or not buy it, um, then you are deciding that that is worth it to you. There have been times, in all seriousness, I would have paid $500 to get a car, a cab at a specific time because of what was going on. I've been in crazy situations where there's like, you know, things seem like the whole society around me is about to melt down and mm-hmm. I want to get the hell out of there. There have been times I would have been like, you know what? Uh, this is going to suck tomorrow, but <laughs> give, give me that cab. I don't care what it, what it costs. Yeah. And, and so when you get in those situations, um, and it's the same thing with, I think, hate crime, is that people, what people say with price gouging is, yeah, but you can't charge $100 for a bottle of water. Now, first of all, no one's very few Who's people good? are right. ever doing that. <laughs> very few people would ever pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and very few people are actually doing that. But in reality, um, mm-hmm. you're right. You're like, it's, it is, I think, really morally awful to try to really profit that much off of, the, of one of those things. But it's the same thing with a, a hate crime. It's morally awful to hate a person because of their race. However, that's not the crime. The crime is the crime. It's a crime. It's not a hate crime. It's a crime. You murder someone, it's a crime. Your motivation, if it makes people around you feel bad, then that is, is, it shouldn't modify what the crime actually is. Uh, The crime is a crime because a a heart stops beating. That's why a murder is a crime. Not because you don't like black people or you don't like white people. Um, And and so it's it's a weird argument. I think there's a lot of emotions tied to it. But when you take the emotions out of it, I think what you find is, uh, you know, uh, you make better decisions without the emotion. Um, and I think when you're in the middle of a freaking storm, it's understandable to be really emotional about these things. But I think what we've learned out of this, maybe more than anything, is that in the end, the people are pretty. I hate to say this, they're pretty good. People are pretty good. You they, know, they, they seem to be. They I actually kind of just want to help people. Look at how, you know, contrary to what that author said, who said Houston's not bringing out the best in people, that's bullcrap. It, it clearly is. And people are th- are pitching in to help each other, and they're not asking for anything in return. The vast majority of people would give up the bottle of water if you really needed it for free, um, yeah, and, you know, and maybe charge five hundred dollars to the person who can afford it. I exactly, don't know. I, I think that's legitimate. Like, <clears throat> yeah. and people would say that he, the person is bad for charging five hundred dollars. That's where I would completely disagree. If someone, like, if someone's willing to pay five hundred dollars, as you see, with I mean, we're talking about tickets. I have paid an inordinate, inordinate amount of money for uh, tickets to go see stupid events that I want to see, uh, i.e. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Just everyday concerts. Is it right for three hours of entertainment for them to charge me a four-digit amount? No. No! It's a terrible, terrible value. However, 
I've chosen at that time mm -hmm. um, that it's worth that to me. Now you could say like, wait a minute, my daughter, she's you know six years old, she's uh, she's dehydrated, she's going to die. You got to give her the bottle of water. And what is the percentage she gets that water? Or let's say even say a few sips of the water. A hundred percent? I mean, if you're rounding it, it absolutely is a hundred percent. Ninety-nine point nine 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 percent. It's you know maybe there's one person, and you're looking up. You're about to look at him. There he is. There's one person uh, yeah, who no. says, "Screw you, kid." Uh, sorry about that. You're not my kid. <laughs> you know, but even if it was, that actually might get less chance to get the water. Uh, but I mean, like, there is no, there is like this doesn't. These aren't things. Yeah. You know, like not, the fact that someone wants to charge. Um, a bunch of money for gas mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, it, it, I think it's a way for us to 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 grab control over a situation. Mm -hmm. We can get those guys, those bad people who are doing things like those people with those forty-two dollar case of water. I, you know, someone um, we we were going back and forth with uh, some people on the internets today, and they said, uh, you know, oh well, forty-two dollars—that's way more. I could I could get for five dollars a, a, a oh, yeah, case. Sam's Club got it for four dollars. Costco's got it for four dollars, and it's like. Well, Not right now, they don't. You can't even get into Sam's Club. It's, it's underwater. Closed. It's underwater right now. So, um, yeah. And, uh, and, and you know it's what? It's a different deal. And the other thing is, like, it's After not charging a hundred, which some people were. Um, that's I, that's a little bit more along the gouging it's lines. More offensive. Like, the, like the, the the I think it was a, was it Staples or Office yes. Max, uh, well, and they're the charging forty two dollars, which is a dollar seventy eight a bottle for twenty ounce Dasani is completely normal price. In fact, we Absolutely. know it is. It's the price they were charging for the water before the storm. So <laughs> now we're at the point where we have to say, you know what, guys, you need to lower your prices every time yeah. there's a storm. Which, you know what? Mattress Mac certainly did that, right? He did yeah. that out of the goodness of a heart, but he should be required by the government to do that? No. no. That and Bucky's, and not. Bucky's did that by letting all the first responders stay there and eat and do all that. I oh, it's cool. Company, yeah, I mean, companies are doing nice. that. Yeah. All right. Triple eight seven two seven back more patents, too, is inevitable. We've been talking about this hurricane quite a bit, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, it's been made for a lot of long nights, a, lo a long freaking week. Um, so, you know, you do all these shows, and then you've got kids to go home to and, and, and play with, and, and then get up early to come back here. It's been uh, difficult. I need something that's going to take me from dawn to dusk. Conveniently, there's a product named Dong to Dusk uh, from Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, it's a physician-formulated extended-release energy supplement, uh, which lasts up to 10 hours. It increases your energy, it improves your mood, and it stimulates your brain, all with no jitters. I, you, know, you know me. I drink diet soda basically all day. I'm immune to that stuff at this point. It does nothing for me. Um, but like, if you need a little, I, I, a big part of this is I've had these supplements before. You take these uh, energy supplements, and you wind up, with this like immediate peak of high energy and then it dies really fast and you got to deal with the jitters that is not what dawn to dust does it's a nice easy release over 10 hours and you know it's going to cost a heck of a lot less than seven cups of coffee a day if you want something that's going to uh, not make you crash and it's going to give you a boost and increase your focus this is for you get 15 percent off a one month supply with the offer code stew at checkout when you go to brickhousestew.com brickhousestew.com check it out brickhousestew.com It is uh, Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. I have a show format question for you, Pat. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, I know we can't do this bit, but are we mm -hmm. allowed to laugh at it? I, what if we turn I, our microphones uh, off that's, that's, while others are laughing at it? Okay. Because I don't think mm -hmm. we're allowed to laugh at it. You know what? No one's allowed to laugh at it. 
Everyone even, should everyone should shut their mic off while this so video if, is So if you're running. viewing or listening to this program, don't do not laugh. You dare not laugh. Do not laugh at this. I challenge don't. you to not laugh. Don't do it. Uh, but I th- I found it. this a while ago. We got to play this because this is uh, <laughs> so unbelievably funny. Uh, Key and Peel with a little. Uh, uh, well, you'll see. They're mocking sports. They're mocking sports. And here it is. Hi, everybody. I'm Dave Stass, alongside Jeff Worthing, and welcome to the annual East-West Bowl. As we get ready to watch some of the best college players in the nation showcase their skills in a classic showdown between East and West. And there really are some characters on this year's squads, aren't there, Jeff? That's right, Dave. It does seem like the most flamboyant personalities came to the forefront, and they are here. Let's meet the players from the East. Demarcus Williams, University of Georgia. C.J. Jackson, Wayne State University. Devarius Nis King, Merrimack <laughs> College. Our Royal Smoochie Wallace, <laughs> University of Miami. The Squarius Green Jr., University of Notre Dame. Ibrahim Moises, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Jack Marius Tax Eratrix, <laughs> Michigan State University. <laughs> Isaiah T. Billings Clyde, Coastal Carolina University. The Jasper Probenkruck III, South Carolina State University. Leal's <laughs> Maxwell Gillio. East Carolina University. <laughs> Javaris Jamar, Javaris and Lamar. <laughs> University of Middle Tennessee. The Hoyne Shower Handle. <laughs> University of Southern Mississippi. Kingle McCringleberry. <laughs> State University. The Carpetron Duke Marion. <laughs> <Florida Atlantic> University. <laughs> Dinklage Morgoon. University of South Florida. That's Miss Jackson Flaxen Waxen. California <laughs> University of Pennsylvania. <laughs> We're going to be looking for big plays all game long from Tyrol Smoochie Wallace. <laughs> and let's not forget the tight ends. Ibrahim Moises and Hingle McCringle. I love that. Okay, and they, they haven't even introduced the West yet. Oh, yeah, the West is good, too. Uh, so here comes the West team that we all love. Now let's meet the players from the West. <laughs> Vegetarian Jefferson. <Ben. laughs> Texas A&M. The Gluster Hot Dunkin' Chud. Swerveton L. Gooding Splat. Saskatchewan University. Quattro, Quattro. San Jose State University. Oshawa Taz. Buckshank. Stanford University. These are 12 washing beards. Jones College. Shakira Kwan TGIF Carter. University of Northern Arizona. X Wayne at Aliciousness. Missouri Western State University. Sequester Grundle Plith MD. Adam State. Stories for Los Raptor Malois. South Dakota State University. TJ AJ RJ backslashes fourth the fifth. Albion College. San Diego State University. <laughs> Donkey Tees. Boise State University. <laughs> Torque. <laughs> Lewis. Nevada <laughs> <Without a> State. <laughs> Penitentiary. Player formerly known as Mouse Cop. <laughs> University of Missouri. Columbia. Dan Smith. BYU. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> hey, wait, we're not supposed uh, to be laughing. Right, that's oh, right. Oh, I, that was, what are you doing? I was laughing at what you said off the air, oh, Jeffy. Okay, of okay. course, okay. Uh, your whole Because what we just the saw there was not funny. No, and, it was not. Uh, Except, uh, well, I will say, the last one was very funny. <laughs> uh, that yes. white person that, that uh, they were very mocking funny. his culture. Did not have a colorful that name. Was, right, and that was funny. Right. Um, but mm-hmm. the rest of them were not, not funny because not you're not allowed to laugh at anything except for people from BYU. That is right. actually the right. only thing allowed you're allowed. <laughs> that you can laugh at as much as you want. You can win, you can win, uh, in t- you win Tony's. In fact, like dozens of Tonys laughing at Mormons. Oh, yeah. But oh, sure. you, you cannot make fun of any other group. No. The only thing they got wrong there is Dan Smith is, looks a little young. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> They're doing that again, by the way. Uh, the LS, LSU uh, coaching staff, the players, uh, they're all doing it. Okay, here's, here's the breakdown. Average oh, age oh, no. of BYU. Again, again. thanks, Jeff. 21. Mm-hmm. Average age of LSU, 20. Hey, come on. Come on. Which one's older? <sighs> All right, we'll take a break. Turn away, turn away, turn back. It's the earphone. We're back for a second. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu. You Welcome. Know, people watch the show for a, like a bunch of seasons, and like they get towards the end of, of this long run, and like they start introducing <laughs> these weird character traits, and like they, they feel it's like the show is reaching. Mm-hmm. Have you ever feel that before? So we're in the break, and <laughs> Jeffy just starts unleashing information about himself that we've never heard before. Let me give you two pieces of it. Number one, Jeffy apparently has a brother. Now, I've known Jeffy since the year 1999 <laughs> and yeah. had no idea he had a brother. I've known you for 18 years, and you've never once mentioned your brother. I mean, how is that possible? We don't get along. Do you really oh, you not don't? get along? I mean, well, for real? You know, I, I mean, he's my brother. Is he heavy? <laughs> That's the exact question I wanted to ask. So is he... No. Uh, no, no, he he's not. not. He's just the athletic. So he's not heavy. He's, but he well, is, your, is, brother. Brother. Yeah, he is, is your brother. He is your brother. Okay. Yeah. okay, so he's your brother, and you, what? you're related to this person. He's not overweight, <laughs> is what you're saying. Well, he might. I mean, in today's world, I'm sure he's, you know, he's, he's not up on a, a scale. Everybody's obese. That's that's not how it works. That's, um, I mean, that's so, true. <laughs> that's just the way it is. So, what can you tell? What? When's the last time you saw him? <sighs> a long time. Really? Yeah. Like, are you? Would you consider yourself estranged from this person? Uh, no, just what's you know. I talked to him. I grew up with him. Yeah. <laughs> That's your... okay. Uh, so, okay, so, so there's obviously you something. don't call. No, you don't there's not talk. something there. No, you, you, on okay. Christmas, you talk to him on Christmas. Sometimes. Okay, so mm-hmm. my Sometimes. brother was born. My brother was born to. He should have been born in another part of time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Another part of time. Okay. What do you mean? He likes living in the mountains and being away from things and people. Okay, so he's like. Uh, so he, you know, for a while he was living in the in the Great Smoky Mountains. Really. And from time to time, mm. when he'd come down off the mountain, he would climb the pole and call. <laughs> <laughs> the phone he that climb. he could use was at mm-hmm. the top of the phone line pole. 
So he was so, a little bit of a survivalist so, or something. Yes, and, and then he would, you know, then he hopped the trains across the country and he would work part time at some of the fields and pick blueberries and strawberries around the country for a little cash. Is he married? Uh, I don't think he's married to this one now. He's he's got the. Uh, this is fascinating. <laughs> is he older than you or younger? Kids. He's got a couple of kids. No, he's younger. He's younger than you. Yeah. Well, there's no one older. All right, yeah, so, there's, so, uh, <laughs> that's so, a lie. In fact, so. a lot of people thought he was my kid. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so that's I think that's so there you go. interesting. I mean, and I will say, uh, huh. excellent work by the control room today with the uh, I'm the I'm the fat brother uh, <laughs> and I'm the city slicker. Oh, I'm glad I'm glad they're on it. They're on it. They're on it. I'm yeah, glad they're on, they're on it. it. Good. But they're like what we missed, I think, because we've known a lot about Jeffy's history, but we don't know how old he is. Um, but we do know, you know, he's obviously done a lot of terrible things in his life. And I think you'd, you'd admit that. Um, <laughs> well, a lot however, of that we have, I think we have a different definition of terrible. I think that's true. We definitely do. <laughs> however, this, you, there apparently was a heroic time in Jeffy's life hey, in response to a hurricane. Well, here we are talking about Hurricane Harvey this whole week. And Jeffy just throws out there, quote, I evacuated a hospital Well, once. they're evacuating a hospital in Beaumont, Texas, as we speak, uh, from Hurricane Harvey. And, right. I, and, I, and I know how frustrating and how tough it is to evacuate a hospital because I assisted in evacuating a hospital back in <laughs> whenever Elena was in Florida, 84, 85, something like that. Um, 18? Over Labor Day. Yeah, I mean, Labor Day weekend. And uh, hmm. uh, I helped evacuate a hospital. The, I don't know, she might have been my wife by then. Uh, was the director of nursing of a local hospital, and so we had to evacuate the hospital, and they, you know, you carry patients out and do everything. Now, I will say the good thing, and some people forget that when you evacuate a hospital, that means nobody's in there. <laughs> are you? Are, are you, you alluding the, to the fact that you stole drugs? You can take it any way you want. I'm just saying that when, the, when you evacuate a hospital, nobody's in there. So even well, when you clearly. were being a hero, you were being a dirtbag. Wow. Why should that, that, why should why that surprise us? It, it shouldn't, it right? Shouldn't at all. All right. That's fascinating. I still, I, at some point, I would love to know how a person who could be smart and uh, as much of a do-gooder uh, of a person who would be the director of nursing in a hospital got with you. Like, how did that? Yeah. That's a whole nother. Once you get some Jeffy loves, too. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, gotta say, that I just I, threw up in my mouth a little bit. I right kinda, there. I kind of believe that, uh, to be perfectly frank. <laughs> I uh, do not. So. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, so we've got a lot going on in the country right now. Obviously, the hurricane is the big thing. There's civil unrest in some parts of the country. I mean, you saw Berkeley. Even Nancy Pelosi is now coming out against Antifa. Yeah. That's how far we are on this road. Uh, and now, more than ever, we really need to do uh, to kind of kind of come together and, and stand for what we believe in. What is that? I don't know anymore. I mean, I believe it's limited government. I believe it's freedom of speech. I believe mm -hmm. it's the right to bear arms, these basic things that are in the Constitution. Good place yep. to start, if nothing else, right? Yeah, we can't let disasters or unrest take those rights away from us. And there are companies who are trying to do just that. Never let a crisis go to waste, uh, Pat. Uh, mm -hmm. There's one company out there still fighting for your values. It's Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile offers nationwide talk and text, 4G, uh, high-speed 4G LTE, and competitive rates, in fact, really low prices that are lower than what you're paying now. And then they donate up to 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization like the NRA, for instance, or the Heritage Foundation. Let me give you an example of their uh, low rates, the ones that Pat is discussing. Right now, you go to patriotmobile.com slash Pat and Stu. You're going to take advantage of their back-to-school special. Now, you get unlimited talk, text, and data, unlimited, all along with a free Samsung or iPhone 
for a flat fee of $55 per month. And you're not wow. going to sacrifice anything with service. So use the promo code back to school, and they'll also waive your activation fee too. PatriotMobile.com slash PatentStew. PatriotMobile.com slash PatentStew. Or 1 800 a Patriot. That's 1 800 a Patriot. Hello, Pat and Stu, Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck. The Pope has sounded off again. He wants oh, good. us. He wants us to listen to the cry of the earth. Bless his heart. You know, after um, uh, Hurricane Harvey in Houston and Corpus and Port Aransas, you got to listen to the cry of the earth. The earth is crying. Hey, hey, you're I'm hot. You're killing me here, and so I got no choice but to send these storms. And, it's, we're uh, gonna make it rain because you know what? There's never been a biblical example of, of too much rain. I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, except for yes, there has. Well, not but, not not not, uh, not like <laughs> Houston. There's never been a flood like Houston right? in biblical history. Well, I'll tell you that. Well, it's a flood that covered the entire earth, but um, uh, well, you know, you know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, sure. Entire earth, oh, Houston, oh, know, same you, thing. Pat, you got to excuse Pat. Here for a second, he's you know he's one of these Christians, but uh, he uh, <clears throat> doesn't know that was just a Russell Crowe movie. <laughs> it's, it's, it's called Noah. So he said, "Listen to the cry of the earth and the cry of the poor who suffer most because of the unbalanced ecology." Thank you. Good golly, uh, that's not he, that's not the first time he's come no. Out he's like very that. much no, on he's, the global warming. He's huge into the global big warming. Big environmentalist pope. Yes. Which is odd because I mean, it's it's always interesting to you know to see um, you know these things happen because like there's differences in policies, which is it's a, it's weird, right? Like it's like it is weird if you're a religious leader. Like I always find that, and I found this to be by the way all throughout Christianity. I don't know in the last year or so where principles that seem to be principles. Uh, completely out the window for other reasons. <laughs> like I, by a lot yeah. of people. Yes. Man, did that happen a are lot? Are there the other examples? Year or so. Huh. Yes, there um, are examples. There were real examples of There's that. There's a lot of examples Exa- of that. A lot but of you thought people had principles, and then yeah. they weren't there. They and they weren't, weren't there. there. Uh, and they weren't there. Well, it was was it Jim Baker? Jim Baker the other day, yeah. who we haven't heard oh, from yeah. in a while, but he's off sounding off about how um, the uh, people are like offending God who don't like Trump or something. I mean, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, or they were saying, I think he was saying if he impeached, if he was impeached, oh, impeached. they would start a civil yes. war. Right. Yeah. And he's like, and, the, and it, I believe the quote was something to the effect of, you know what? Christians have been waiting in the, in the, in the shadows for too long. And if this happens, we're going to start a civil war. And it's That's like, right. It's very, it was, if it wasn't wow. exactly that wording, but it was close to Pretty it. Close. It's really like, close. Really close to it. I'm, I'm a Christian, and I don't, I'm not going to start any civil wars no. anytime soon. I'm going to stay away from no. them. No. I felt like they don't and go that well. I, I mean, they act like Trump is, is God's messenger on earth. That's so strange. Like he's a prophet, not a president. It's just really a weird. I, I don't know how this happened. Especially because really don't. it's not even like he plays the game of a he's Christian. Not like, even he's not even close. trying to tell you that he's. I mean, like the guy is clearly not even open the had, Bible. And we just had the the latest poll from Fox News, right, where it's over fifty percent people think he's pulling the nation apart. I mean, it's pr- it's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Not, so you're right. It's not, it's, not, it's not just the Pope no, saying it really is political a, things. It's a widespread thing. Yeah, it's a it widespread is. thing uh, right now. The earth has uh, gone mad. It's hard to understand. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is our number. We'll talk to you later. And by the way, I love you. I love you so much. Thank you. Later. Have a good weekend. Thank you. I love you too.